What's up, my wellness warriors and the HGS Allegiance? Another episode of the HGS Beacon coming at you. I'm your host, Harrison Sagerbrook, personal trainer, wellness specialist, all-around entrepreneur, and someone definitely trying to make the world a little bit better place again. So um, a good question I had just recently, um, someone asked me, what is like why the hds beacon why the beacon why what does beacon mean to you and um, i thought that was a pretty good question that i wanted to answer in an episode here so let me go into a couple of reasons why i chose that title or that name for this um but before i answer that i have to give a little background uh ideology or thought process where i kind of explain what led me to that more than why i just uh, pick that. So, um, basically, if you you gotta think about how I kind of look at the world now and how I see it. So, if you look at, I look at the world kind of like uh, almost think of like I don't know Game of Thrones or sort of that old, um, like there's uh, ruling kingdoms or ruling factions. You know, we think about the world as like oh, there's you know America and there's China and there's Russia there's all these there's Africa, there's all these countries and nations on on there's so there's continents and then within the continents there's nations and then there's states and then there's cities and towns and it just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. But of course the the biggest faction, the states or the nations or the countries, the kingdoms, whatever you have wherever you're at, um, those are sort of the quote unquote dominant factions, right? They're the the ruling entity, if you will. And so, like, if you go back and you think about sort of like a Game of Thrones or a more like an ancient times, it wasn't so much like uh, a nation, um, so much it was like a great ruler or kingdom or empire or dynasty that conquered a vast amount of land. And, uh, you know, there was one overarching uh, ruler or king or emperor or whatever, but there that had been uh or even in in not even such in even more recent times you can think of like great britain how like that spanned well beyond you know one continent and it was more like they had laid claim to land all over the world or if you think about a great conqueror like angus khan um uh, alexander all of those sorts of things um then you start to think about it more of like it's 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 bigger than a quote unquote country. It's like a kingdom or, or an empire where it's not so much limited to a particular piece of land as as it becomes more just like a ideology or a belief or a, um, a reign or a rule over a people that expands that's not so limited to land mass or land area, but more of like to where it starts to divide out where people no longer accept that normal, accept that ideology. And then there, that's kind of where that line gets drawn between another faction. And then those are the um, segmented areas, but it's, it's really more about the people's beliefs uh, system. And that's kind of how the kingdoms or empires are divided out. And if we're being perfectly honest with modern times, I mean, the I would say probably the greatest factions are the strong, the top strongest countries, right? I mean, the first, the ones that come to mind, of course, um, United States of America, China, Russia, those are the big players. But beyond that, in bigger picture, bigger scope, you think, I think of, and I look at it like this, like the real empires are 
the big multi-billion international companies because while you may have you know an american or a russian or a chinese person in all of those nations exist western capitalist sort of ventures you know coca-cola walmart mcdonald's these big corporate names that you that everybody knows all across the world these are the really big quote-unquote factions that uh really influence and run things they lobby the governments they have the big persuasive money to do this and that here and there it's the factions are more brands and the people that believe in those brands and will fight for those brands and if that kind of sounds crazy to you think about how quick and easy it is for some brand to pop up on a news article or a news script and then so many people are like well i believe in the other brand so you know screw that brand we're never using them again we're F them, we're going to, you know, essentially, quote unquote, go to war with them or we're at battle with that brand now. Right. And you could be anywhere in the world. And if you have someone that is an evangelist for that brand and they hear that you're part of the other brand, well, now you two are at odds ends. And apparently you can't get along and don't like each other because your brands just disagree and don't like each other or your religion or your politics or whatever it is. But these are the sort of factions that exist and it's way bigger than in, than just whatever country you live in because there's so many other influential companies and belief systems that they become more dominant than the region of the planet that you're on. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Is so like back in the day, you had, oh, it was the, the king of the north and he rules all of this land, blah, 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 and his people span throughout the nation and et cetera. But over in the far east, you have, you know, the the mountainous treacherous empire and blah 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 and in the south there's this region and these conquerors and these sorts of people etc and they're all at odds ends and so when you think about it more like that and how all of these groups all of these uh brands all of these big companies they sure they're conquering land they're taking that but really what is happening is people are they they need a workforce they need supporters they need loyalists they need armies they i mean it's it's it is so kind of accurate to these ancient times and we pretend that we're so advanced and the certainly the scenery and the environment has changed dramatically i mean we you know all the modern tech that we have available but the game is essentially the same and so i try to in my mind i try to erase this notion that oh somehow we are further and farther and better off when really we're still living in the same ideologies and conquering sort of times where we're certainly not um, looking at each other as um, we're working. We look at reality more as quote unquote economy where the, the human or you as the individual, you're above and outside of nature. Like you use, you can tear apart nature to build your, conquest and your dreams and and whatever empire and by any means necessary any cost but that's unsustainable we'll end up destroying the planet killing everybody and really not getting any further or the better for it all whereas if we look at it from a more ecology perspective that is where we start to see ourselves as part of nature and we need to work um, in tandem for the the greater good and the um sort of the collective evolution to where we're all pursuing things you know on a bigger and greater scale like true 
eradicating disease and space travel and sort of that next big step of reality and be, being able to exist where there is freedom of information so that people can truly be free to think and grow and learn for themselves and not this sort of controlled censorship, um, these dictatorships that we endure uh, these in, in modern times. But that's what I'm saying is it's very, it's a lot more similar to this sort of ancient way of things than we give that credence to. And then, so when, if you go back to those times, one um, big thing that they would use um, because Again, and so by taking it real quick by uh, and then something else I've talked in the rest of my podcast where sadly, you know, there is a don't get me wrong. I'm a very positive person. There's a lot of positivity out there. There's a lot to be grateful for. But at large, if you you know, if you look at the divide of our country or the divide in the world and the things that we fight about and the things that we aren't rather maybe we aren't exploring or we aren't learning and we aren't growing to it's a darkness. It's like, there's just this dark cloud hovering over the world right now. And, you know, things could be so much better. The light wants to come through, but it's like this just darkness where the normal is weakness and the normal is this sort of amoral behavior and treat, you know, I mean, it's just kind of a sad, dark state of things. And so I think, that the beacon is this fire in the dark and that used to be you know uh, a source you know it was it was this this fire that pierced through the darkness and it was a source of light and sort of inspiration to people and it one thing that it also did was it attracted people to a very specific location if you sort of think of like an example of a lighthouse where the lighthouse you know one it's a guiding light that kind of helps people avoid obstacles and danger but two it also can be a light that guides them to their destination and helps um, guide uh, guide them into a safe port or a place to go. Um, and it can also be used as a message. You know, there used to be this system where it, um, I think it was in the play uh, Agamemnon, but the, I think even the ancient Greeks were using it where um, like basically about 20 miles apart on the highest point of a mountain that they could get to and construct these things, there would be these um, mounds that you can, wooden mounds that are ready to be set ablaze. And there would be predetermined messages that like, if this gets lit up, that's this, there's troops coming or there's something very important to discuss between, you know, Greek civilizations. And so they would light one fire and then whoever was manning the next station 20 miles away on top of a mountain, if they ever saw that fire lit, um, then they would light their tower and they would kind of run like this down the ladder until eventually the adjoining civilization or the civilization that, you know, was in parlay or in agreement with this other civilization, they would receive the message. They would see the fires and they would know to, you know, alert their defenses or like troops are coming or, um, or there's something important to discuss or, or deal with or, um, et cetera. But the beacon, the fire in the dark was this way to translate very important messages or a way to gather people. Um, or like I'm saying right now, it's, it's my way of, you know, there are these sort of dark times where people aren't happy doing their jobs and they're not happy with the life they have and they're not happy with themselves. And, you know, all these mental health issues are rampant and anxiety and depression and sadness. And nobody, you know, so few people feel like they have a sense of purpose or they they 
talk about how like i just don't feel the same passion or energy that i used to feel and then they'll say well i'm just getting old but no it's not that you're just getting old you've let your soul die you're doing things you hate the world kind of sucks right now your environment sucks your surrounding sucks like we can change all that and that's the fire that i'm trying to bring and the light and the beacon piercing through this dark abysmal miserable time and saying no this is not how things are meant to be like it might be the new normal it might be what's common or popular or just accepted but it's not correct we've gotten off track and there are other groups and other people out there saying similar things and that teach wellness and do these sorts of things but overall i feel like i have a unique take on this mission and this message and this perspective to where i'm saying no it's time to plant the flag and say we as a people all around the, the globe not just in america but we deserve better we're not meant to just toil away working under the uh, working under these rulers and kingdoms and empires and people that only use us to be a workforce and help them like live their live create and maintain the their realities and we're just this uh, sort of expendable resource that they don't appreciate and and we are dying inside as a collective group right we're not living our passions we're not living uh, a deep fulfilling purpose we you know let me say it like this like if you were to write down on a piece of paper right now take a couple deep breaths try to clear and relax your mind if, you know uh, get into a safe place where you can do this and if you're driving probably not a great time but um get to where you can write a vision of your life right say you go to bed and magically you're going to wake up the next day and every part of your life can be exactly as you want it to be you can you know have you can look and be how you want to be you can have the vehicle you want the house you want you can do the thing for a living that you want to do or not work at all you can you know be married to your dream spouse or this that or the other. anything that you want to change you can change it right so do that vision now my second question to you is are in that vision you wrote down does that differ from your actual life at all how many things did you change and frankly whether you changed one thing or if literally every detail of that dream vision life is different than your present day life then you're not living your passions you're not living your purpose you're not living the life that you were created by your creator to live um, the life you were designed for and that's why you feel this sort of pit in your stomach and so many people feel this pain and this like sort of lack of fulfillment and like they just don't have that fire or that passion or that anything because you don't know what your passions are you've accepted bullshit for so long that you've forgotten what actually matters to you and what's actually important to your your purpose and it's those things that when you do them you light up like you lose track of time because it's so fun to you that you actually lose yourself and you get so invested in this thing well whatever that is that is your passion Meanwhile, all the other crap that you feel like you have to do, you're told you have to do your whole life. So you do, 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 do. You never stray away. Um, you never and you never go into the woods or into the darkness in that sort of regard. You kind of stay in this comfort zone lit up by these by this safe, weak area. And you, you need to also travel into the darkness and discover yourself and embrace that. Let go of these these lies and this reality that you despise and doesn't make you happy and go in and find yourself 
and hopefully this there's other fires out there there's other beacons there are other there's other lights and you're gonna have to choose which group you align with and hopefully you can discern who is trying to really help you and who again is these the um wolf in sheep's clothing or you know the snake in the grass or whatever it may be that is trying to trick you and, and take advantage of you and hopefully you can the and let me tell you too the the more you take the time to let go of these things that don't serve you and embrace the things that make you happier the more self-awareness you're going to have and the better you're going to understand yourself and the easier it'll be to see through these tricks and traps and really make the right decisions that benefit you in your life um but that's what when I talk about the beacon and it's the fire in the dark guiding you home is I feel like basically so many people these days and and really all of us in general at times are just lost and broken and feeling like we're dying inside and we're hurting and, you know, we still suck it up and cowboy up and get through the day. But ultimately we're not we and you can feel this in the pit of your stomach you know you're not quite living your full potential or doing everything that you were meant to be and all i'm saying is that i can help you relight that fire or, or make that plan or clarify that vision and set those goals or develop the health and fitness skills to make you physically capable to accomplish that reality and be this independent individual that can create their own faction or, or please join my faction, the HGS allegiance, and we can make a difference on the world. Very simple HGS. We want to have, we want to be honest. We want to be disciplined. We want to be steadfast in this, this bigger picture belief that we're claiming, claiming and subscribing to that, that we can be better. If we start to do the inner work, we will see those outer results. So, you know, like I like to say, Wellness is the way, but HDS is the standard. Live honest, disciplined, and steadfast, true to your beliefs. Um, have convictions and become someone that you can be proud of. And if you're struggling to do that on your own, then the HDS beacon can be the that fire in the dark for you that's guiding you back to that place, that's reigniting that fire, that, those passions, and helps you sort of discover a purpose that you can wake up excited every morning to be chasing something and building something and creating something bigger than yourself. Um, whether you're a protector and a provider, whether you're a creator or an entrepreneur, or you just want to be healthier and happier and wealthier and more free, then HGS has something to offer you. So if you have any interest in, in training or coaching with me, head over to hgscoaching.com and we can talk about that. Get a hold of me and I'll be happy to, to work with you and your circumstances and your situations, whether it's relighting that fire or clarifying your purpose or your passions, setting a vision, setting some goals, needing a day-to-day -day plan or a planner, or just that the wellness, health, and personal training to get you physical cap uh, capable and healthy enough to make it all happen. But HGS is the beacon, man, the fire in the dark guiding you home because in these dark times or whether you're in dark times or if you're you've sought out dark times, either way, that is your chance. It's an opportunity to grow and become better, become bigger, become stronger, become the person that you're going to be proud of being that will be able to create the life you want to live in the life that you were created by your designer to fulfill that purpose while you're here. So. Don't hesitate. Don't waste your time. Your time is important. Your life is valuable. And uh, we're all in this together. So thank you for being part of the HGS Allegiance. I'm happy to have you as part of my faction. 
as we can change the world together and I need your help to do it. But um, I'm getting it started. And if you believe in me, I can believe in you and vice versa. So let's do this together. All right. HDS out. Y'all have a great day. Get after it. Do that drill I suggested. Set that, write down your vision, right? And don't have to be negative. If you write down your vision of how you want your life to be, and you do, you look at it and you go, wow, that's way different than my current life. Don't be um, disheveled. Don't, don't be upset. Don't be disappointed. Don't be let down. It doesn't mean anything wrong. It's not bad. It's, it's really nothing. It's just a clarity of vision. And now you can start seeing how you want things to change and to improve and how then hopefully from there, you can take a little bit of responsibility, a little bit of ownership and start to learn and grow the skills and the tasks and the health. Remember that quote by Jim Rohn, work harder on yourself than you do on your job, work harder on yourself than you do on your life, because you need to have the skills and the resources and the knowledge and the composure and the wisdom and the capabilities, et cetera, to be able to handle those things. You have to be aware, capable, and prepared to manifest, to create, to live that life that you want. But if you are only ever focused on the external things, you'll never become the person that can actually live that life, okay? Remember the law of attraction too. You get not what you want, not what you focus on. You get what you already are. If you want to be a millionaire, you have to start behaving like a millionaire. If you want to start, be, if you want to look like a top athlete, if you want to move like a top athlete, you have to start living and eating and training and sleeping like a top athlete does today. And you will bridge that gap. The only difference between your dreams and where you're at today is hard work. All right, I'm going to leave you with that. HGS out number two. Peace.